Play it, play it, play it, play it. We are gay like a fruit. We are looking like a snack. You are listening to Fruit Snacks. What up, bitch? Hello. In this house. What is that from? I don't know. I'm just like spitting bars. Oh, spitting bars. Yeah. It's the boy, Lil Wheezy B. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because you wheezed right after you said that. Like that. Mm -hmm. Hello, I'm Brian. Hey, I'm Shane. And you are listening to Fruit Snakes. Ew, that like I just swallowed before. Yeah, <laughs> so gross. Um, uh, so I just realized when you said that this is our twenty fourth episode. It's that... not though. It's not. <laughs> no, bitch. What episode is? I this? think it's like twenty five. No, this one is twenty five. I think. Girl, okay. we so off. Like well, this how way. this how professional we are. <laughs> we don't even know how many episodes <laughs> we're on. We're sitting here like, do you listen to our podcast? Well, after you have tens of them it just you just start to lose <laughs> we're just so many deep we just can't keep t- can't, can't keep up <laughs> um but that makes me excited because that means we have over a day's worth of content oh yeah well we've definitely had yeah i know but like so someone started at midnight they could go all the way till midnight yeah just listening to our beautiful voices could you imagine a day of us Bitch, I live with myself, so yes, oh I could. God, what a fun day. <laughs> Is it? Because I don't always have fun with my life. <laughs> Actually, on that note, let me explain what's going on Great. in my life. So let's jump so, into this fruit, fruit roll, roll up. up. All right, bitch. So what's been going on? No, you're going, I thought. We both. Do you not know how fruit roll-ups work? I know how fruit roll-ups work, but I feel like your fruit roll-up is a little more rolled up than mine. I know mine's a little long-winded, but I'll let you yeah. go first so that I can kind of like, okay, talk about mine. Um, I feel bad for saying this, but I've actually been really good lately. <laughs> Why do you feel bad for it? I don't know because I feel like you have not been as good lately. Yeah, but like, don't let my sadness like okay. rain on your don't parade. Tell me not to live. Yeah. Um, no, I just um. I mean, we talked about this a little bit before we recorded, but I took your advice and I've just really been putting a lot of energy into the people and the things around me that I feel like are giving reciprocal energy. And Wait, go into really this nice. because I feel like some people might need to hear this. So I actually think um, you should actually give like deets. Okay. So I, uh, because I don't, okay, I'll backtrack even further. Um, I was trying for so long to get out of New York any way that I could. Right. And what I've decided to do in my life is, uh, the way that you and I have always talked about, I always try to push things into a direction that I want them to go, mm-hmm. whether or not it's time for mm-hmm. that to happen mm-hmm. that way. And so I've just sort of like taken my hands off the wheel and I'm like allowing things to happen the way that they should. And, right. Um, I've taken a lot of pressure off things, but what that means is that I don't have this like end date or expiration date on certain situations, right. New York being one of them. And so I've decided to like really actually try to, um, not invest in this like long-term life there, but to invest in the things around me that are going to keep me happy until that end date or expiration does come. Right. Um, and in doing so I've, I've hit moments where it feels like I'm the one putting in all of the energy. Sure. And that's not a good place to be. I I want to feel like I am putting in energy, but I don't want to feel like I'm the only reason that something exists. Right. Um, because that's not a true relationship or um, situation when you're forcing it, right. you know. 
Um, and when I brought that up with you, you, you were like, I think you really need to stop putting in your energy into those things or those right. people. And, um, that's hard because you don't want to feel like you're letting a friendship go or yeah. something go. Cause you're like being, um, less attentive to it. But like, yeah. if you're the only one supplying attention, then you're not being less attentive for sure. You just need to apply your energy elsewhere, which, you know, what's so crazy when I think about like, say like the, these people, for instance, who I'm referencing right mm-hmm. now, I'm not even scared to talk about it because I know that they've never listened to an episode of this. I know what exactly what you mean. And I'm like, I don't need you to listen to every episode, but like to know Investing. that you've never supported enough to be like, Oh my God, I listened to this one episode. Right. I love, right. you know what I mean? Like right. we've never had that conversation, which is funny because none of my close friends, like close, close friends uh, have listened to this fucking episode or uh, my podcast either ever like Kenosha. Okay. I was like, what episode did you she listen listened. to? She says she listened to blah, 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 blah. And I was like, bitch, that was episode four. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, nigga, there's like 25 <laughs> episodes out. She's like, what? <laughs> I was like, whatever. Like, but I'm not mad. I don't care. Yeah. But she's at least listened to one. I'm talking about people who like not. literally have right. not listened once. Well, here's the thing. Let's talk about podcasts separately, but like, let alone just like, when you're always being like, let's hang out, let's hang out. And then yeah, there's yeah, always yeah. an excuse. Yeah. Like, stop forcing it. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. almost like when you're trying to, like, meet up with someone that you're interested in. They're like, yeah, I'm just busy. Sorry, blah, blah. No. Then stop. You know, like, if if you stop reaching out and then they don't co- contact you, uh-huh. then clearly it's not something you invest in, totally. you know? And, like, when it starts becoming a chore on either end, it's, like, not fun. Mm-hmm. So so you, you feel like it's working out for you? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Because I'm, because what I'm doing is I'm Investing making myself energy. so aware of where to pull my energy from mm-hmm. and replacing it in new situations mm-hmm. or even old ones for mm-hmm. that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I just reconnected with literally my very first friend in New York who I had not spoken to in yeah. over a year and we ran into each other on the street and I was like, I actually really miss him. Yeah. And we hung out all day the other day. And it was just so, it was like such just like peace of mind yeah. of like, we really were good friends and we talked about why we stopped talking and we like instantly moved past it. Sure. You know? And it was just like, it was such a great day with him. Um, so yeah. So like overall right. things have been going and well because nice to, I feel like I'm getting back what I'm giving. Right. Like re readjusting where you're fulfilling your energy or yeah. putting it. Cause you're like, I'm, feeling like I'm trying to work towards something and it's not turning out. So then stop pushing it. Mm-hmm. Just be like, okay, well, where can I put this to make me feel like I'm getting it somewhere else? Yeah. yeah. Also, we're finally moving into beautiful weather in New York and that's really It really exciting. does change your mood for sure. It does. Like yeah. we're seeing sun all the time and it's so much easier to wake up and lift up my blinds and be like, I'm ready to like get up. And get out. You know? Yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, oh, and I've been flying way better trips lately, so that has also helped. It does change. It does change, change so much. Yeah. Um. So for me, mm-hmm. <clears throat> as you mentioned, I'm not doing the greatest right now, but that is okay. Uh-huh. <clears throat> those aren't tears. I was like, are we already? <laughs> I know. No, those, those aren't tears. It's just phlegm. Um. So the great thing about the job as a flight attendant at least well both disney too is that they're both flexible so if you if you need to like fill your time somewhere else you can like pause on working to like now back end fill it to like offset it um so kyle one of my friends i know i mentioned him before in a podcast he's the one that owns the cheer gym he asked me to be He's also there for you and your coming out story yes yeah so my best friend yeah um 
he needed me at the gym to help with the adult team and he needed uh, a filler. So um, he was like, practices are Tuesday and Thursdays every week. And then they started putting practices on Wednesday, whatever. So it filled up most of my time during the week. So that month I was not flying a lot. Mm -hmm. And then now cut to the month after I'm like really overexerting myself Mm. um, to the point where like, I'm working every single day of the month. And honestly, I feel like that's where I thrive the most is when I'm working a lot. But the problem is, is that the trips that I'm currently working aren't the trips that I'm used to working. So I'm flying with people I really don't know, which happens a lot often. But there's sometimes like I at least know one or two people mm-hmm. per trip. And now like I'm like not knowing anyone. And it's just like so unfamiliar. Yeah. And the bad thing about this job is that you're gone from home a lot so the familiarity isn't there mm-hmm. and yeah you're in cities that you've laid over in before but you're just alone right yeah. and like i was in <clears throat> oh my god sorry excuse me i was in maui um a couple times this month and people are like oh my god you're in hawaii you're in hawaii but what you don't realize is that like if you're not gelling well with your crew you just don't want to hang out with them because you've already been on the plane with them for mm-hmm. like seven plus hours you kind of just want to zone out so yeah i'm in the hotel by myself um i'm like on the beach by myself i like meditated on the beach for like 30 minutes and then i was just literally just floating around in the water for like an hour and Mm. then i went to dinner and then went to bed and yeah that sounds like a great me time but that's day that's one day me time of like 20 me time days in the month and so um, too much me time is also way too much me time and i've just been feeling really lonely and as i expressed earlier like i'm going through therapy mm-hmm. and um which is a side note i feel like i need to find another therapist because mm. i don't think we're gelling well oh no how um, many not, sessions have not, you had three okay. so i feel like that yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly like it's not just one and i'm like eh, or two uh three literally to the point where i was like i didn't feel like i was getting anything because i would express something and he would just validate what i was saying but i don't feel like i need that like yeah. i need that tough toughness of like no you're wrong or you need to think of it this way and it's just like he's like oh i don't feel like therapists give you that though Right. You should get a life coach. Well, here's the thing. I'm not expecting them to be... Your dad's a life coach. But my dad gives me fucking bullshit. Anyways. um, But, like, he was sitting there just kind of being like, so how does that make you feel? And I'm like, like this. He's like, so what would it look like if that wasn't in your life? And I'm like, I would be fine, but I don't think that's plausible because I need X, Y, and Z to make it fulfilled. I don't want to go into it. I know that was very vague, but I just feel like he's validating what I'm feeling. Right. Which in some cases are fine, but I don't need validation because I'm already validated in what I'm doing, totally. which is why I'm doing it. What I need is someone to be like, oh, I see a problem here, right? Mm-hmm. So literally I was so frustrated because like he he was like, at the end of the third session, he was like, oh, the hour's almost up, so we need to start wrapping it up. And I was like, okay, I don't feel like I'm getting anything from mm-hmm. this. I was like, so... Do you, you told him that? Yeah, I was like, do you think I even need to be here? And he's like, well, what do you mean? And, and I was like, like, I don't get it. Like, I feel like when I talk to you, yes, I'm getting things off my chest or yes, like this and that. But I don't ever feel like there's a the re, there's a resolution or a direction to go. It's just like me right. almost like writing Dear Diary, you uh-huh. know. And he's like, well, I feel like you would want – you do need to be here because you wouldn't question coming, right? He's like a lot of people assume that they don't need therapy, but then clearly because they're here, it brought them here for a reason. And he was like, a lot of stuff you're bringing up is like – work-related stress or things like Uh that. And he's like, that's not my specialty. My specialty is more of a relational stress or relational problems. Mm -hmm. So like how you view yourself or the people in your life and how you relate to them. He's like, for instance, like you brought up your parents. We didn't really get into it, but you talked about them. And I was like, okay. And he's like, so maybe there's something there since you brought it up. And I'm like, right. So why the fuck did you not keep... Not talk about it. Yeah, like uncover that shit. Like the fuck? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And like the direction. Yes. I was like, what? And so I even brought up a relational thing on session two because I was feeling a little bit anxious the, the morning I woke up and I called my friend Jen and I was like telling her why I was feeling like kind of anxious because I was just yeah. like so upset that I was alone. Uh-huh. And so um, I had this like overwhelming feeling of loneliness and it's not even the sense that I wanted to be in a relationship. And this is what I explained to my therapist. I was like explaining this conversation. I was like, it's not that I want to be in a relationship which makes me feel alone. Like I just don't have anyone to share my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for that. Yeah. If it will work out, it will work out. Mm-hmm. And I, I just haven't felt like I've found the right person to like invest in. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but here's the thing, like on a daily basis, I'm making 101 decisions for myself always every single day. So like, for instance, um, yesterday I just got done with the four day trip. The last thing I want to do, cause I have no groceries at home cause I've just been gone. It's like, I don't want groceries yeah. to sit there. I don't want to go figure out what I want to eat. Yeah. If someone was just home and be like, hey, Brian, I know you've been really busy. I got us dinner. I don't even give a fuck what it was. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, oh my God, thank you so much. Just such a relief. Or just someone to look out for me. And Mm -hmm. like, I, over the weeks. Or even check in on your day. Check in. Check on your four days that you're gone. Literally. And like, I I feel like, and I mean, I could be wrong because maybe people did check in, but I was in my feelings that I just like didn't think much of it. I'm like, they didn't, no one cares about me. So I'm not saying that no one did. Whether they did or not, I can't recall. But as of in this moment, I feel like I'm like on this journey by myself Mm. of like owning a house flying trying to make bills um trying to take care of my tenants you know and Mm -hmm. that's the thing too like even when i'm home they'll tell me things that are wrong with the house but i'm just like why can't you just take care of it like i don't know like even when i was a renter i'd be like hey i don't this broke but i'll fix it just let me know if you you want me to fix it or not do you know what i mean but i wouldn't be like hey you need to come out but that's just me because i feel like i would rather get it done quicker than someone else and rely on someone else have you given them the clear like okay to go ahead and do stuff well that's part of it where it was just kind of like okay what do you want me to do and they're like kind of like they egg on to the idea well i don't know i guess no that's a very good question probably not because i i'm thinking like they don't think that they have the right. It's legal your house. Yeah, right. Yeah. But like the stuff that they need help with, it's like, mm. like for instance, one day I woke up and I have a keypad for my house, uh-huh. so I don't have to have keys. And so um, to get into the house, and one of the roommates left and was like, "Hey, um, the keypad is not working, so I can't lock the house, but I had to go to work. So sorry." And <laughs> Now I can't lock my house, so I can't leave the house until I figure it out. Do you know what I mean? And I needed to reset the batteries, but when I put new batteries in there, it still wasn't working. So I was like thinking, fuck, do I need to get a new keypad and all this stuff? And after 30 minutes of like troubleshooting, I finally got it to work. But just like something as simple as that. And granted, again, it wasn't his fault. And timing wise, it probably didn't work out because he wasn't expecting I need to I need to give time to, you know, fix this keypad. He just was like, oh, it's just not working, but I can't figure this out. But it was like little things like that where I just like wish... Mm-hmm. Someone would just be like, oh, I don't want to do with this. Like, it's my one day off, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I brought up this theme to him of like loneliness and being like, hey, I just feel like I've been, I've been lonely, da da. He's like, okay. Your roommate? No, my therapist. Your therapist. Oh, okay. yeah. And he's like, okay, how does that make you feel? And I'm like, like shit. Like, yeah. I just would. He's like, yeah, that would be tough. Like, you have a lot going on. And I was like, right. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Yeah, and Sounds I'm like, like he's okay. just trying to validate you more than lead you. Yeah, into a and I'm, I, and I'm yourself. sure in this conversation again, I don't know because I probably was in my feelings, but I don't think that he really handled it in a way that, like, yes, 
he's doing what probably what he thinks best in the situation so i don't fault him for that but then i'm like okay maybe i need a new therapist because clearly we're not speaking the same language you know mm-hmm. and i almost feel like he's just trying to sit there and get a paycheck sometimes yeah where i don't really feel like he's invested in this like journey or whatever and it's just very just like okay okay does he um, ever give you anything to work on um no huh. and that's so i've saw i've seen a therapist before but it turned out it was a psychiatrist oh. <laughs> and she's like you don't need anything because a psychiatrist is like prescribing, prescribing drugs yeah. which clearly i don't need yeah. but i didn't understand that when i like reached out and so he's kind of giving me the same thing of like, well, I see that you're stressed, but I see that you have a good understanding of why you're stressed and then how you can change it. But you're clearly saying that the things that you're working towards are things you need in your life. So there's no reason for you to change it. It's just growing pains, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the house is stressing me out, but I want a house. Yeah. So I just have to deal with it and know that these are the things that happen for a house, right? Because he expressed like, when you buy a new car, no one thinks about a flat tire, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I get that. But if it was just a flat tire in my life, I could handle it. But what yeah. happens is I'm excited for a new car. I get a flat tire on the first day, fix the flat tire, then a windshield cracks from a rock. So I fix that. And all of a sudden my oil needs changing. Yeah. Like it's just a never ending bullshit list of bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, that's what my life feels like right now. And it's like, I get the growing pains or whatever. But like if I was on a trip and someone needed and I needed a new tire, fixed windshield windshield and an oil oil. change i wish i could just like hey can you take care of this for me i can't yeah you know what i mean like i I don't have someone in my corner in that sense and i think it goes deeper than that and i brought that up but then nothing nothing yeah Hmm. so that's kind of where i'm at did you have anything you wanted else to catch me up on the only thing i not to catch you up on like listening to all of that reminded me of um Edward gave me advice that he was given when he first moved to New York and was struggling himself. Uh And um, the advice was you can't swim against the current of New York. Like it's just, you're only setting yourself up for failure after failure after failure. And I'm not saying that you are doing that, but your life seems to resemble like New York, for instance, where there are a thousand obstacles that you can face in one day's time. Mm -hmm. Fuck that in an hour's time Mm -hmm. in, in a city like that. And to to feel like you have to overcome every single one of those obstacles is setting Mm -hmm. yourself up Mm -hmm. for failure Mm -hmm. where like which one of those things can be put on hold for even a day like maybe the windshield can because you can you can drive with a crack in your windshield right as long as you can see the road you're fine totally yeah Um, that's the only thing that like came to mind when I was listening to that is not that you're setting yourself up for failure but you are putting big up uh, what could be obstacles in your life with a house and a new car right. and things like that. Um, but here's the thing, and I agree, yeah. but because of my time restraint of trying to get these things done, I, know. I only this have a day. Really I have a day home out of eight yeah. days gone. So it's like I do have to fig- fit it in because yeah. if I don't figure it out, so I, I get mm-hmm. that advice. I totally respect it and I, I hear it and I agree with it. But I think yeah. in my current state, as far as, this month's breakdown, I don't know, next month might be different. Yeah. It's just not plausible yeah. with my stress level. You should quit flying. Mm. Let's get in this <laughs> rock fruit. <laughs> Ooh, wait, that's some rotten shit. Now that's gotta go. All right, so this rotten fruit kind of just goes right in tune with um, what I was just speaking of, but I feel like this is just a quick little arc that I want to fill is loneliness. Okay. Um, 
this idea of loneliness, this perceived idea of loneliness really sucks because I think that ultimately am I lonely? Yes, in a moment, but I'm not lonely. I thought you were going to say no. <laughs> no. <laughs> ultimately, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yes. No. So done. Oh, Thank right. you. This is run for okay. <laughs> No. Well, okay. That's what I was getting at. I probably just worded it funny. Ultimately, am I lonely in this moment? Yes, because that is my reality, right? In this moment. In this sure. moment. But am I actually lonely? No. Like, I have plenty of people around me, but I feel like um, it just sucks that, like, when you feel lonely, you start looking for things to make you even more lonely mm-hmm. and detached. And so I bring this up because I'm going to bring up this very personal topic, Um and I only bring it up because I'm going to be very candid right now. And uh, don't say a name. I'm going to say a name. Oh, I don't care. You're not going to bleep it out. No, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, this is what I mean. I'm going to be very candid. That's why I preface with this. So just recently, um, another friend of mine called me and was like, hey, can you give me a can you give me a call? And I was like, OK, sure. And so then I call her and she's like, um, do you want to hear something? And I was like. Well, yeah, bitch. Like, are you going to dish with that? But I'm like, now you're making me nervous. And she's like, well, it's about Brendan. And for you guys that don't know, Brendan was my last relationship, which was four years ago. Um, Ultimately, it ended. He moved back to Australia and found someone else within a few months after us breaking up, which is all fine. Mm -hmm. But I don't ever feel like it was like an ending, right? Like, it was just kind of like a circumstance that turned into an end. Anyways, um, she was like, it's about Brendan. And I was like... Okay, well, clearly I don't want to know because I don't keep up with him because I just feel like there's like, not that there's feelings there, but it's just it's unresolved. Unresolved, yeah. yeah. And I don't ever feel like I get the answers I want from it. So I'd just rather not go down that route. And so she's like, it's about Brendan. I was like, okay, well, clearly you want me to know. So just tell me. And she's like, he got married. And I'm, see, I don't even know how to word, word it, but it's going to, it's going to come full circle. So She's like, he got married. And I was like, okay, great. And she's like, well, how does that make you feel? And I was like, honestly, I'm happy for him. And it's not like a fake happiness where I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, I'm happy for him. <laughs> you know, it was, it was it was very authentic where yeah. I was like, Sitting yeah. in a wedding dress at home. Right. <laughs> Eating like a tub of ice cream. But I was like, no, seriously, like I, I am seriously happy for him. Like I, 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 I really do feel happy. If he's happy for that, I, I always want people in my life that I've once loved or have loved or still love to find what they feel is right, whether that is being with me or not. And yeah. that goes in any sense of the word, right? Uh-huh. Like if my family, if they're happier without me because I'm gay or whatever, or a friend who thinks that I can't be friends with you because we're just whatever, like, and you find happiness somewhere else, yeah, I don't need to be a part of that. Sure. If you, if it's bringing you down, I respect your decision to like decide elsewhere. So. Uh-huh. If he's happy with him, absolutely. I support it. I love it. So I texted him and I was like, hey, I heard the great news. Um, congratulations on your marriage and I hope the best. And like, I'm sending you lots of love. And so then he responded like right away, which I was not uh. prepared for. Yeah. And he was just like, hey, thanks. Like, um, yeah, it was a great day. Like, da, 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 da. And, it, and here's the thing is that because that was my last sense of attachment with someone, that's why it was hard. Not because I it was him, but just the sense of, like, my last relationship. So that's kind of where you base your next relationship mm-hmm. off of, right? Like, if it was yeah. good, you look for similar qualities. If it was bad, you try to deter from it. And right. I think it was good when I think back to it. So I'm like, yeah, I would I love something so like that. There are things that I obviously would change, but it's my last relationship. And so she, I was just telling her that. But I was like, it just sucks that you're telling me this when I'm feeling the current way that I am. Totally. Because he would have been that person for me to 
fill those holes where uh-huh. I just needed something to eat when I didn't want to decide what I wanted for dinner or I was just exhausted and he would help me out. Mm-hmm. Like that idea of, oh, I wish I had that. And it was like upset because of jealousy, not mm-hmm. upset because I like ill will. You know, I didn't wish ill yeah, will. Yeah, it was circumstance, him. not personal. Absolutely. Like it wasn't him. It was it was everything else around Correct. him. Correct. Yeah. And, and us being 30, I feel like all of our friends are in serious relationships mm-hmm. or like... Um, having babies or like taking those next steps and I'm doing yeah. all these things by myself and it's not like I'm like wanting to start a relationship or anything but it's yeah. it's it's just very present you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so for me being lonely being gone like not having a teammate in whatever sense that is it could be even a friend or a roommate that helped me out like this idea this perceived idea of loneliness has just been looming over me and i can't shake it and that's like the rotten fruit for me right now is just that i just wish i could shake it off and i know it is just this moment and i know that something's coming for me and i don't mean something like someone a knight in shining army but literally something's coming for me to relieve this stress of like oh i'm doing this by myself i truly believe that but do you think that comes in the form of a person I do. Okay. Um, wholeheartedly a form of a person, but I don't know if that's a new friend of like a relationship or whatever. Do you think, so listening to you talk about this, I get the sense that you maybe believe that maybe subconsciously mm-hmm. believe that it would be more in the form of a romantic person because I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I don't think that you adding just like another friend in, right. into your life is going to add much. No but, valid. I think that somebody coming in and switching up the dynamic of your day-to-day life is mm-hmm. what you're seeking more. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that being said, my question for you is, do you think that you had to go through this loneliness to get to the point of feeling as open to the idea of somebody coming into your life? Honestly, probably. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like I'm a very big warrior mm-hmm. on my own Yeah, as far as like I can do it by myself and this sense of yearning for someone maybe is what I need to like be open to the idea of someone coming into my life. I think it's still going to be a struggle for me. Uh Um, because I think that what I'm looking for is very particular Uh and I know I won't settle for something that we'll just do for now. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. So I think with that said, it's going to be difficult, but I guess the first step, and this is probably the first time I'm saying it is that, yeah, maybe I do want a boyfriend Uh or someone more serious. Yeah. Um, but I think the idea of that person leaving makes me angry already before it even starts, because I think every serious relationship I've had apart from the current friends that I have, it's ended. Yeah. Every time I've like been like, I love you, which is maybe why I don't say I love you that often Mm -hmm. it's ended. So oof, now it's like getting real deep, but yeah, maybe. And like I would, and I think the things that I would request of someone would have to be a boyfriend because someone mm-hmm. who's like, I'm here for you because I love you so much. I want to be with you, be there for you, be your teammate. That's what I'm looking for. And yeah, probably a friend would not. <laughs> I can't rely on a friend like that because that's asking for way too much from that Well, person. I think you can, but again, I... But it wouldn't be at... Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I think I can yeah, too. I totally like, do. I could clearly tell you, Shane, I'm, I'm in need. But I think I personally would feel like that's not right for me to throw that on you. Do you get what I'm saying? But on a boyfriend, I would almost be like, yeah, that's kind of what you're signing up being with me. Uh You know, and I think that that person would understand that and not feel like they're losing anything from that because obviously I would do the same. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I guess. I also feel like there are people in this world who, I hate the term like good luck Chuck kind of thing Mm -hmm. because it, I don't think that you are this like um, 
charm where people like break up with you and find the love of their life. Yeah. But I think that there are people who give so much to others that the others who are on the receiving end aren't prepared to handle what you are giving to them. Sure. And it's not until after they lose everything that they had. I'm playing the part of the person who's receiving here because I'm speaking from personal experience. It's not until those people realize after being with you, like, oh my God, I had so much in front of me. Sure. That they're like, maybe I was ready for that. I Maybe I wasn't in that direct moment, but experiencing that and feeling what that could be has prepared me to to be ready for mm-hmm. it, you know? Does that make sense? No, it does. Um, because that's what I went through with Edward. It was this turning point of, I was presented with these realities of like, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. I can handle it. I didn't think that, I don't think that I was ready for it. Right. It just that, wasn't right that relationship. For you, yeah. yeah. Um, but Edward is a, is a giver and I feel like you are a giver. Mm-hmm. Like you provide so much to, to the people in your life with the expectation that they're also going to provide a lot for you. But here's the thing with that. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I'm completely the giver. And I think people don't realize that because I'm so mm-hmm. like tough on people. Yeah. I am the giver. Um, but I also think that like, I don't wait. What did you just say? Because <laughs> um, there was. I a, feel like it's not until people experience your kind of giving mm-hmm. and then lose it that they realize how rare that is. Totally. But I also think that like I don't know because I think I'm so like independent in that sense that I don't receive or expect to receive from someone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I don't, I don't know. But you would in a relationship. Sure. You would expect to receive yeah. in a relationship. Yeah. I guess that's the thing. And do you think receiving is a bad thing? No, not at all. But sure. I think, I or think, ex- sorry, let me rephrase. Yeah. Do you think expecting to receive something is a bad thing? Yeah. Maybe not expecting to receive something, but I think that when, when it comes with love, that's conditions. Like mm. you're conditionally loving someone. Like I only will love you if I get this out of it. When I don't think that that's a healthy place to no, be No, but, but like, I'm just sort of emphasizing what you've already said. Like if you were to be in a relationship with somebody, you would expect that they're like, they're signing up for something with you. And that's, yes. Okay. So, so it in is that fair sense, to yes. expect things Sure. Like that. Okay. okay. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, because okay. yeah, because you would ask your lover to do something yeah. more serious than a friend, even though for me, I think that's the problem. And like you said, is like when I am your friend and you even said this back in the first fucking episode when you were like, let's explain each other in three characteristics. <laughs> mm-hmm. You said Brian is my most difficult friend. And what's ironic or funny about that is every person who is close to me who listened to that was like, oh my God, Shane hit it right on the head. And I recognize that too. I am the most difficult friend, but I think I have such a high standard as you being my friend and you being a person that is going to be on my team in life. That expectation, that bar is so high that yes, I expect you to meet it every single time. And so when you're falling in love with me, I'm like, you're an extension of me. Uh So you need to be on that bar, that level. And maybe that's why people say that I'm intimidating because there's that, that force or that energy that, people maybe can't put their finger on but maybe that's it and maybe i'm realizing that now but i can't dim that because i'm that's something i need and for me i'm realizing it's difficult because then it does put me on this lonely island and i Mm -hmm. envy people who can just be like yeah this works for me like i wish i can change x y and z but it just works and maybe i'm on a journey to find eventually that person where 
I don't feel the need to change them of things that I thought I didn't want. But for whatever reason, I keep getting put to, in front of people where I'm like, yeah, this won't work because I, that that's not changing and I can't accept it, you know, mm-hmm. and that standard's too high. And I mean, wrapping this up. You think that standard is too high? Maybe. I don't. I personally don't. But because I'm single, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so... Are you willing to lower this? Not, no. See, I know. No, I, I don't I even like to ask it like that. Because you know the answer. No, this, I, no be, I do know the answer to that question, but I, I know wasn't what you're trying, trying to, to say. ask, like, are you willing to lower your standards? I'm asking, are you just willing to be open to more possibilities? More flexible. I think I'm open to every possibility. And I was even talking to this with my friend Kenosha, our friend Kenosha. It's like, I don't even give a fuck what the person looks like if you gel with me. I'm not talking about looks. I know, but that's what I mean. Like, when people think I have such a standard, it's like, you better look this way, eat these things, act this way, blah, 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 this and that. I feel like I'm a very open person, and clearly I have a lot of friends in a lot of places, so it's not like I'm shut off or like... Okay, Chelsea. <laughs> friends in high places. <laughs> I didn't say high places. I just said a lot of places. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. It's like, I, 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 I have the ability to get along with anyone and everyone, because I feel like I'm aware of what they're putting out, so I know how to, like, interact with energies. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds so like hippy dippy i love that you're holding a giant crystal <laughs> as i'm saying this i'm li- you guys i'm literally holding a rose quartz tower talking about love this is this that's is not a tower bitch that's a high rise <laughs> skyscraper yes. so it's ironic that i'm holding this fucking rock in my hand but yeah. um yeah i don't know it's just yeah I, I feel like for me it's gonna take a lot and i just wish that this loneliness I didn't feel, but I think it goes deeper than just this moment. And I need to uncover that. And I think for me, rotten fruit is just trying to break those barriers and taking that time to like figure it out. And it just sucks that I can't because I'm so busy. And what keeps me busy is what's making me feel lonely. So it's a catch 22. It totally is a catch 22. I mean, you've already said this. We've both said numerous times on this, this podcast, like this job enhances and magnifies the loneliness or the your problems period your, yeah i was just gonna say like <laughs> all problems all around or your whatever demons, yeah so uh, i'm on this journey life. to like you know fucking clip this rotten fruit from the plant and let it thrive in a different direction to kind of like over therapist your therapist yeah bitch, like i should be I, paying you i'm not opposed to that <laughs> um what would what would like your first real quick step of- if i i feel like where i'm gonna cry i don't know That's why okay. i feel like there's like that 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 throat tightening yeah and like yes so i don't i'm not gonna apologize for my tears because i don't think that's necessary but um i'm not for i'm not trying to cry because i don't think it's that serious do yeah. you know what i'm saying like it's I just know. this facade of reality i don't think this is my real reality i don't even know why i'm bringing this up regardless i'm just letting you know where i'm at right now okay yeah um, what would your first, like, what would a step in a different direction be for you? Bitch, you tell me because I think I'm stepping in every direction and I don't know where <laughs> well, to go. Well, maybe that's the issue. Well, no, I don't literally mean I'm trying to step, but I'll tell you where I thought I could solve it and you tell me how the fuck this is wrong. Okay. <laughs> You'll probably disagree, but okay. No, I think I'm, I'm really open to <laughs> what, any advice yeah. because I think clearly whatever I'm doing is not making me satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, so people say try dating sites, like put yourself out there, right? So let me just paint a picture of my month. Within a month's time from working at Disney, flying, and then helping at the cheer gym, recently at least, um, I've had three or four days off a month. Kyle, if, this, if you're listening, this is all your Kyle fault. I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> so three or four days a month. And when I say days, like legit just three or four days. Within those yeah. three or four days, I'm literally scheduling everything else I need to do. Mm-hmm. So like 
cut the grass, have the maids come to the house. I know it sounds like so like elitist of yeah. me to say that, but that's part of it's my lifestyle. Life right yeah. So whatever. Um, then like go grocery shopping or um, catch up on things that I need. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like um, I had um, someone come out to spray the house for bugs again. Um, I need to get my oil changed, which is going to take about probably like three hours out of my day. Mm-hmm. Um, therapy sessions, like mm-hmm. whatever I, I put towards it. And literally, so that breaks down a few hours in a day. Yep. Right. And so also just to see people. And exactly, socially catch back up to friends I don't see. Exactly. Um, Run this podcast. That's a whole nother Mm -hmm. thing where I'm like, when we're not recording, I'm like looking for new content that Mm -hmm. we could like be inspired to talk about. So it's like very that. Um, And I'm not saying this in a sad thing. Like I I put all these things in my life because I enjoy my life. So then when I think about times to date, the thought of me spending one of those times to like go on a date with someone that I'm really not wholeheartedly into, it's just like, eh, that's how I feel. Um, and so that's why it's not on my radar. Um, but then when I say that, I'm like, okay, people are like, okay, well, why don't you go on a dating site or this and that? So I signed up for Tinder. Mm-hmm. I signed up for Bumble and I even got Grinder. right? Grinder I have yet to use because everyone on there is immediately sending you dick pics. Like mm-hmm. there's no, that's like, there's for, no human it's so fickle. There, yeah. You're just like trying to search for like a physical validation. That yeah. is not my style, not my flow, but I still have it on my phone. Cause I'm like, maybe there's someone like me on there that somehow we connect, right? Like, people found each other like for that. For sure. And yeah. I, that's why I'm not knocking it. Tinder. It always match. I always match with people that I find attractive. Okay. This concept blows my fucking it's mind. So I've never fickle okay. as well. I've never been on any of these apps Mm -hmm. but what i cannot understand for the life of me is how two people match on these apps and don't reach out to one another and that's my storyline why don't you reach out i do i say hey how's it going oh no no i'm talking i've heard of so many scenarios from friends where they're like oh i matched with somebody and then i'm like oh cute who said something first and they're like none of us yeah and Uh, that happens a lot too what yeah like and sometimes that will happen to me, I will say, but it's like people where I'm like, eh, I don't know. So if they reach out, I'll respond. But like, I'm not that interested. But if the whole world is doing that, when are you ever going to, you know what I mean? Like, girl, what, what is going to be the difference of someone that you that's why I'm in the situation? I'm but, in. but I'm asking you, what is the what what could you see in somebody's profile that would make you go? Oh, I, I want to reach out regardless of what. And they here's would my thing. You know me on social media. I know that it's such a facade and yeah. like you're only posting things that like clearly you're putting you your want. best foot forward. Yeah. Right. So when I see these things, I'm like, Ugh. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm already it's like I don't care to sit on my phone and talk to you one and two, like the pictures you're posting are clearly the ones that you want people to see. And I I've went on three Tinder dates. The people who showed up, I was like. That's not what I see in those pictures. Oh, <laughs> like height completely different or like, like clearly they're doing stuff to like show that they're one way, like yeah. hiding their insecurities realistically. Yeah. Maybe it was just the ones I went on. Cause clearly there's been friends in my own social circle that have had success. Right. But again, like I just don't think that will happen for me. Like I need a deeper connection, okay. like interaction face to face. So then now I started looking at how else, how did I get boyfriends before? Right. And, like, when me and Kyle started dating, um, it was through cheer. cheer. He was on a team. I was on a team. Our teams combined. And then we kind of, like, met up, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But he wasn't on my radar because he was already dating someone. But then Kyle reached out after that was kind of, like, on turmoil. And then it, it kind of blossomed from there. So uh-huh. that's – it was more organic that way. Mm-hmm. And clearly that relationship is important because it's still in my life. Yeah. And then I think about Brendan. And for me and him, like – 
we both worked at Disney. He um, was in a relationship at the time too. So we were just talking and we like went to a pool party at for the cast and then we just hit it off in conversation. It was very like platonic. It was just like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I like you a lot. And then I started feeling butterflies when I saw that he was texting me, right? Like we exchanged numbers because we took a group photo and then yeah. everyone's numbers on there. So I started saving it because I was like, well, if they're in the cast, clearly I want to have their number. And so then he texts me and it kind of went back and forth. And then later I found out, um, well, he was in a relationship, ended it. And then we started dating and he's like, you know, every time like you texted me, even though I was in a relationship, it, I like felt something where I was like, Oh, I want to get to know him. I want to know what he's thinking. Did I always, he's like, I always like watched you in rehearsals. I was like, same. And I haven't had that feeling in so long. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess my gauge of like how I should move forward in relationships. Sure. And then recently I had something where I was on a layover with someone that I work with and um, he's a pilot and we were sitting there. Oh, you had a day <laughs> up. And we were and we got along so well. Conversation was so easy. And then we exchanged numbers, not like in that sense, but just like, you know, naturally through the situation. And then um, I started getting that feeling again mm-hmm. of like when I would see that he texted me, it wouldn't even be about anything. I'd be like, oh, my God oh shit. Uh, and then that, that heart dropping feeling that was like exciting again. And I was like, oh my God, but he's dating another flight attendant and mm-hmm. I don't want to be that third person. And I know even if they did break up and then we started dating, that whole storyline would be like a thing. Yeah. And I'm not trying to do that. And I'm, he's happy. They live together. He lives in Long Beach oh, as well. Oh, they're like together. They're together. They've been together for a while. And oh. they yeah. So that's okay. why I'm like, I'm not even trying to get in I there, see. but that's the thing. It's like when I do find things that I might be interested in. It's just not the right timing. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know, like what, what would you recommend me do? Well, my, I'm going back to like where you kind of started with all of this. Uh You were talking about your schedule and the way that it's filled up. Would you ever consider taking say even like a month because that's how we work as flight attendants where you substitute one of those things to working just on your personal life and like elaborate like I need um, some so say you cut out i mean you can't cut out like a full-time job for a month but say <laughs> you cut out like disney for even like three weeks out of a four-week month i haven't been at disney for the past three weeks great say you cut out the gym for three weeks out of the i haven't four... been to the gym in two weeks but you're not you're only flying only flying which is what's making me feel lonely Okay, so what if you massively cut flying hours one month and... But but the amount of work I would need to do in these other places to make up that money mm-hmm. would not... It, I wouldn't be able to live... Like, that month wouldn't cover my bills. This is the dilemma. And I'm not trying to fight you on this. I mm-hmm. get what you're saying. So it's not like I'm sitting here trying to prove a point. It's just this is my dilemma. Yeah. And... People are always like, well, won't you find someone on the plane? But what people don't realize no. is like, you're not, you're there to do a job. Mm-hmm. That's like being like, I hope I meet working at Starbucks, someone I fall in love with totally. when I make their coffee. Your interaction is so minute. And yeah, maybe you see them. Actually, you have a better chance at Starbucks because you can see a bitch on a regular on basis. On a regular basis. Yeah. yeah. But like, but you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm going down with the cart. I ask you for a drink. Mm-hmm. And like, bitch, you better believe when I find someone that's cute or interested, I'm like batting my eyes <laughs> like, Hey sir, like what can I get you? Yeah. And then like, if he's like a diet Coke, you know, them bitches take forever to pour. So yeah, I'm like pouring it. So I'm like, so where are you headed right now? And he's like, Oh, sorry. What? Watching this movie. Yeah. And then now I feel like I'm bothering him, right. you know? And I'm like, sorry, I didn't realize you're watching a movie. Say he does respond. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to see blah, blah, blah in Seattle. I'm like, Oh, awesome. 
um, what are you doing? Like, how long are you there? Blah, blah. And I like literally try to strike up a conversation. And then it's always like either, yeah, me and my girlfriend. I'm like, skirt, <laughs> bitch, really got to do that like me? Like, do that to me, No, bitch. I send the diet. Card. Yeah. Just I'm like, there warm. you go. We're done here. Let's, <laughs> let's wrap up the cart. Turbulent. Sorry, guys. No one's getting service. <laughs> no, but like say they are gay or whatever. Yeah. Even if they're gay, which has happened, nothing comes of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then I always see these girls where they're like, oh, my God, they came to the back to chit-chat with me. I'm like, ain't nobody coming to the back for my yeah, ass. Yeah, same. Then now I'm starting to feel, like, down on myself, being like, maybe I'm not as cute as I thought I was. Maybe I'm, like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, Well, I disagree, but talk. I know exactly why you're going into that mindset. Yes, so I'm where it's just like, it. what's wrong with me? Like, da-da-da. Yeah. And, like, again, momentarily, I feel this way. It's not a, a, a lasting thing. But then when it continually happens, I'm like, dude, the fuck, you uh-huh. know? And so, like, that's why I start therapy, too. Not for this topic exactly, but I'm like, where are these answers? And I'm like, no one's ever like, this is what you should try. It's just like, I don't know. Like, just stop looking. And I'm like, bitch, I haven't looked for four years. I legit have not even. Like, it's not on my radar. Yeah. And it still didn't come. And I'm not being, like, fake fake not looking. You know what I mean? Like, I literally, it's literally have not been on my radar. And then for a while there, I was like, I'm single. I should have sex. Then Phyllis is knocking at my door. <laughs> Rhea, <laughs> Dia. I'm like, I can't with these STDs. These dirty ass boys. Like, the fuck? I ain't got shit, but like, leave me alone. Ain't no one home. I don't know. What? <laughs> so, like, schedule my life for me. I would love that. Well, no, I mean, it, it sounds like you're in a tough spot. Okay financially Extremely. speaking because you you can't just like obviously give up work i understand that i'm not in a tough spot financially no i know but i mean like i'm, I'm saying I, you can't yes. give up work because you have responsibilities right. that you're taking care of right and you have a lifestyle that you've set up for yourself where like skipping a month of work is not right. viable no for you and that's another thing that keeps me lonely too i'm like if i had a boyfriend and they were like hey yeah babe take it take a month off i'll pay for these things or you it's like oh see you're a teammate like you realize mm-hmm. this is stressing me out so you're gonna give me a gift of like support Mm -hmm. i wish i had that like what you know i just wish i had that um and i think that goes in any like way deeper than that but just like in what ways well like my i didn't even want to bring this up but i guess i can which kind of like fed into it but like my dad Mm-hmm. He's a big talker, and he's always like, "Yeah, son, I want to help you out." Da 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 da. So then he mentioned like paying a thousand dollars towards my mortgage, so I didn't have to work as hard. And I don't like giving getting handouts, mm-hmm. and that's not me being like too proud. But I just yeah. like I'm like this is my own project. I want to make sure that I'm successful because I would be proud that I did it on my own. I wouldn't feel right if like I'm fine with like roommates paying for it, but I don't want like my own family doing that. One because I don't want to feel debted to him or like. Mm-hmm. feeling like this is a this is like a fake idea of like closeness that we have um which probably is another whole another topic for me but i mean this is how i feel now um but then on top of that like i was like well dad here's the thing like i don't think i'll ever save enough again to do like big projects to the house like upgrade the window so if you're gonna help me i'd rather you like invest in that way where i might need like a larger lump sum and so then um He's like, oh, yeah, I could I could do that. And so I was like, great. So then I was like, I want to upgrade the windows in the house. I need 19 new windows, 19. So then I got an appointment with Home Depot because I was on the on the camp that he was going to do this, right? So um, get in contact with Home Depot, get a quote. It ranges from $20,000 <sighs> 
to 15,000 on the lower end. And so then I, I'm like, okay, great. So I talked to my dad and I'm like, going to ask him like, so I, well, I first tell him like, blah, 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 blah. This is what they told me. He's like, okay, so you should do it, son. I was like, great. And then it just kind of ended. And I was like, I don't know what he was like. I don't want to get into it and then have to pay. And then I realized he backed out. So then I texted him. I was like, did you want to help at all or no? And he's like, I can only give you $1,500, which covers like taxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, never mind, dad. Don't worry about it. He's like, okay, son. And that was it. And then now I'm like, I would not have set up these appointments and wasted my time for three hours doing this whole fucking walk around the house, talking about different window textures, things like each room needed is its own window and own opening system and like different like efficiencies and like lighting and all that stuff. And I wouldn't have done that had I known that this would have been the outcome. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like frustrating because I wasn't even like expecting him to pay for the whole thing. But then it went back and it wasn't even about the windows at that point. Like what I was upset about was like, here I go again, another journey alone. Let me figure out how I'm going to save all this money. And like, I have enough in savings to like, put stuff towards that but i'm not trying to just like throw 20k out the window yeah. <laughs> but figuratively it, and literally <laughs> but it also sounds like your lack of reaction to these situations continues to prompt him to not right so i vented to my brother about it and i was like He's like, why don't you just tell dad? And I was like, because I don't want to feel like I'm bullying him into helping me. In what way would you be bullying? Like being like, dad, you need to do this, blah, 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 blah. Because I had this exact conversation when I was looking for a place before. Me and my dad were going to go into a condo together. And then I literally, we were in escrow. And then I was like, dad, I don't, I don't feel right about this place. He's like, okay, let's not do it. So we we back out because the HOA and whatever. And so then I try to start this journey again of like looking for a place. And he's like, you know what, son, let's not do it. And I was like, why? And he's like, well, because I just, all the money that I was going to put towards the down payment with you, um, I put it towards my own business and move money around. So I'm, I'm not financially stable to do that right now. Or I don't, not that he's not financially stable, but he didn't want to put finances towards that. And I was like, why did you make me sit here and look for a place for the past six months, get a team, get a realtor, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is embarrassing. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, sorry, son. Like, it'll happen when it happens. It's no big deal to him because he's not the face of what's happening. He's not down here looking for shit. So that's why when I bought this house, I was like, I'm doing it on my own because Mm -hmm. I'm sick of the bullshit. And I told my brother, I was like, I don't want to feel like I'm bullying him into it because I don't want him to feel like bad and be like, oh, well, now I have to do this because my son's like, you know, that mm-hmm. he's not taking responsibility of his part. This this conversation did not happen, so I don't know if that is the actual outcome, but I'm just playing de- devil's advocate because in the past, worst case scenarios of what happened between me and my dad had happened. Do you know what I'm saying? So, but all of these thoughts of like what he could think are just your makeups. For sure, for sure. Possible. But I think in this moment, I'm just like, the bigger picture is don't fucking say shit if you're not going to be that bitch. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't say you're going to help me if you have no intentions of helping me. Whether you have intentions or not, just fucking back that shit up. But I think that all of this reaction right now is, like, stemming back to where your relationship is coming from with your dad. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Where I'm like, dad, if you want to build our relationship, then be there for me. Be there for me. Be my teammate. This is what I'm asking. This is why the fuck I feel alone, which is why I'm saying all of this uh, uh, cultivation. Is that right? Accumulation, whatever. This is what is pointing at, right? Where I'm finding out ex-boyfriends are getting married. All my friends are in relationships. I can't even find fucking support for my parents. I can't. I'm doing all these fucking things. See, this is where I'm going to start getting emotional. I'm like, I feel like I'm like doing all these things alone. And it's like, just I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And if someone was just there to be like, I got you, it would be. 
it would mean so much to me, but then I can't find that person to say I got you. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like clearly, like I said, you're no, here I for know. me. You I know, know what, what you're mean? talking about. So it's not that. It's just that like I'm I feel frustrated with it. And then going to therapy, I feel frustrated with that. And I just think that therapy is what I need, but this person isn't. So I'm like, here's another time where I have to fucking fill time to find another therapist, build this relationship with them, I see know. if they're right. Like, it's like dating all over again. And I'm like, I already don't want to date in my personal life. I don't want to pay you to fucking sit here and be on a date with me as my therapist. Like, mm-hmm. the fuck? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. like, <sighs> so right now, this is like I said, in this moment, this is my rotten fruit, right? Where I'm just like, fuck, dude. But who do you think that it is a boyfriend? Or someone in a in a boyfriend title, I think, who can fix this for you? No, I don't. I'm not looking for a fixer. No, I know. Maybe clarify clarity. Give me some more um, peace in mind. Like just being like, I see the language you're speaking. I know to. I know how to handle you and get through to you. But I feel like with a relationship, you're also. I guess the catch twenty two of a relationship is you may get some alleviation in all of this, but you're also going to be expending more energy trying to figure out who the, who could take this on kind well of i mean who that person is right. and then once you figure that out making sure that they also feel the reciprocal energy for coming right. from you right like a, a relationship isn't cheap it's right. not easy to do right and maintain um so you're going to be getting some but you're also going to be giving a lot totally a lot more on top totally. of all of this that you're totally. already giving towards and your so, life here's the thing with that it's like I feel like the way I'm explaining it is a very selfish way of like, I just need, I need, I need, I need. I don't think so. I, we all have those I needs, think though. so. I think so. But to say that, I'm not saying that I'm not going to give in these relationships. I get that that's a give and take. Like, I'll have to be there for them. But I think that the right relationship won't make me feel like I'm giving anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, my free time, I feel like I'll be like, yeah, I wanna want to be with to. you. Yeah. I want to make you happy. This is what brings me joy in my life. Just like how built, like stacking my schedule like this. I don't need to do this. I could pull back on some things, but mm-hmm. I enjoy the things that I do. I fly because I like to travel. I work at Disney because I like to perform. I work at the gym because I like to through. I like to do like growth kind of like mm-hmm. personal and help someone else grow activities, right? And then I like to like on my off time take care of a house because that's a goal of mine is to own a house by myself. So all these things I'm fine it's with doing. you like to do all these things. That's the thing. But I think... Because it's the tire, the windshield, mm-hmm. and the oil change. It's just a lot at once. And that's why I think in this season, it might just be growing pains. But I'm tired of having to grow out of situations. Mm-hmm. And that's what sucks is, like, a lot of people say, like, I guess in a God sense, like, God will never give you something that you can't handle. Right. I think the same in the universe. Like, the universe won't give you stuff that you can't handle. And if you feel like you can't, this is your moment to sprout and, like, mm-hmm. really grow. But... In this moment, I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> like, when can it just be easy, bitch? I mean, you've signed up for <coughs> a lot of things that are not easy. Yeah. Which you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard I because either. I can't, I can't, I think what's hard as a friend in this situation is I can't provide you with a boyfriend. Right. Like, I can't be like, oh, you it's not fix like it, you really you want like, um, a skateboard for your birthday and I'm like oh my god I can totally get him a skateboard because mm-hmm. it's gonna make him happy he'll get to skateboard to the beach mm-hmm. he can ride with Tokyo like I can't just hand you this thing that will make your situation better or alleviate it mm-hmm. in any way um, it's more so of like 
in this circumstance feeling like I can literally just be here to listen to you in these moments where you're like, I'm probably going to cry talking about this. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well right now you don't have the boyfriend that you want to like be here in that moment, but I can be. And even if I don't have like sound advice for you in this, if you're going to be here in this moment for me, you better eat my ass. Cause that's what I need (laughs) (laughs) without Phyllis, without Rhea, without Tia. So if you're gonna be a friend, bitch, bone apple tea. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry, I just had to in and out. I just had to say that. Sorry, you were saying. Um, no, I mean it. It's hard listening in on all this because a I know what it is that you're going through mm-hmm. in different personal situations. Like I understand. Yeah. Um, but b it's not a it's not an easy fix. Mm-hmm. It's not like I can just put a bandaid on it for you. Right. You know, and I don't think that a boyfriend would either. I don't either. Yeah. Um, But so much of what you're going through is not just growing pains, but it's this evolution of this bigger picture for you. Right. Where like um, you sort of have like the outlines of what the picture is, but you haven't added color yet, you know, and it's all of this that you're going through right now that's adding the color slowly. Um, Yeah. And, 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 well, first off, thank you for saying that. I appreciate you saying that yeah. you're a listening ear because honestly, like, I guess that's really all I'm asking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not asking you to really fix my problems. But if you had the answer, I obviously would want you to say it. But I appreciate yeah. that you're saying I don't saying think that. anybody does have the I answer. Know. And so I try to look internally and be like, what is my answer, right? Like, should I put myself in things that I'm interested in so that something might come out of that because that's worked for me in the past? But then my catch is like, I don't have time to do that mm-hmm. right now, you know? And so maybe that's just my season. I get that. So I'm like, okay, let's put that idea to rest. And then I'm like, maybe a friend can set me up with people. But then even if I'm about to ask you this and you give me your honest answer, who would you set me up with? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> and that's my thing. Like, even when people are like, Brian, you just need to date. I'm like, who do you who do you see me with? Let's start there. And every, all my – because I had the same – like uh, conversation yeah. with Kenosha. I had it with Kyle. I had it with Jen. I was like, who the fuck do you see me with? It doesn't have to be a physical person. You don't have to be like, oh, tall, dark, and handsome. But who the fuck do you see me with? And they were like, <laughs> I have no clue. I don't know what this person is. Like, I yeah. can't even tell you what their personality is like. Because they were like, like, even Kenosha, she's like, Kyle and Brendan are complete opposites. So opposite. But they both gave me what I needed. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, it's... But they also gave you different things at different points in your life. For sure. But e- either way, like, it was what I needed. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, what? And like they would, they would not hang out in the same social circle. No, <laughs> they would not have the same interests. Mm-mm. They they are completely two different people. So it's not even like Brian would like this person. And I never hear that. I never be like, oh Brian, I saw the perfect person for you. Or Brian, you have to meet my friend. Or but I feel like that's everyone else's story. And that's where I'm like, I know this journey is gonna be tough for me because if my own friends who know me the fucking best can't even set me up with someone, bitch, I'm on this journey alone. But do you <laughs> do you know who you see yourself with? Um, I'll say characteristics. You have to be, um, like, on your shit as far as being self-aware. It has to. Yeah. You have to have that. Um, you have to get humor. You have to be, like, you have to be in tune with how you give, how you are. I don't even mean, I think this is what, I, I think this is probably, like, a very big key thing to me. I don't mind that if you're emotional, you're emotional, but you know exactly what triggers your emotions and how to handle them. So mm-hmm. if you get upset and I say something, be like, hey, don't say that to me because I don't like that. Right. And be like, honestly, like, that really hurts my feelings. You know what I mean? I'd be like, I hear you. Yeah. Got it. But don't be like, 
passive aggressively being like, oh, he said that? Okay, fuck that shit. I'm not, you know what I mean? I can't handle that. Like, so that's what I mean, where it's like that. It's just someone who's really aware of themselves, a natural person to grow. You have to be grow and you have to be a strong ass force Mm -hmm. because I need someone who's like going to bat with me. I almost feel like a mental debate of, 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 of opposing views is like a jousting affair of like, yes, I respect you because you know how to handle yourself. Not necessarily that because I think you're right or like, oh, I was right. I won that. But I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. you can articulate how you feel. la di da da Yeah. But like, I feel like that's rare. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I need to, I need to Does date that someone. person need to have all of those things? Um, no, but I think it, there, there needs to be a strong sense yeah. of those things. Okay. Um, and I also think that it has to be someone who's gone through some shit. Mm. It can't, I can't, I, I mean, all, obviously if someone didn't have these qualities, but I gelled with them, I clearly would go for it. It's of not course. like, oh, you didn't, you didn't, you, you you're didn't not a, that check. Yeah, yeah. You're not a previous alcoholic who got kicked out and you was on drugs. <laughs> okay. No, you ain't my, you ain't my bitch. Yeah. You know? But I'm like, I think it really has to be someone who's gone through shit to understand empathy and like compassion and like the bigger picture rather than being like getting upset that they got a lukewarm coffee from Starbucks. You know what I mean? Because I don't care about shit like that, but I feel like people do Mm -hmm. where they let little things kind of get the best of them a lot. And even like when I explain the situation, I'm very aware that my loneliness is just a situation. And I would, I feel like I need someone who speaks like that. Mm where they are aware of their emotions. What makes you uncomfortable about love? Um, when you asked me that, the first thing in my head is that it's gone. The end of it. Mm-hmm. Because I think, again, going back to my parents, like that's like your foundational idea of love and that got taken away. So it's like, yeah, I've had to fight by myself and find love within myself that I'm like, if my own mom couldn't love me the way I was, then mm-hmm. how am I going to find it somewhere else? Do you believe in manifestation? In the sense that if you keep thinking of it, it will happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm holding a fucking rose quartz, bitch. I am so empty on love, but I still hold this fucking rocks in hopes that I'm manifesting. And I was this- holding mine so hard. I broke it. I literally broke it. <laughs> and I, I feel like it. I'm about to break this because literally I was like, I, I feel lonely what how why love and i was like okay whether this actually vibrates in you know the mm-hmm. crystal idea of like blah blah i don't give a fuck but this is a visual representation when it's in my hand i'm like okay look for love look for love look for love look for love mm-hmm. that's why i'm having this because yeah. i'm looking for love well in i think it, it's also this subconscious reminder of what we're looking for even um you know when when you're reading say like say you're reading a book mm-hmm. and you tune out to listen in on something that's happening around you mm-hmm but somehow your body's still reading. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not picking up what it is, mm-hmm. you're still all of a sudden you're like flipping a page and you're like, wait, I don't even know what that whole page was, but I know my eyes hit every word, yeah. but I was listening. So, That's like what that does to me, like holding a crystal. Right. Like you can go like, about your daily thing, but yeah. then you're kind of like aware of like what your intention is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you think that you are closing yourself off subconsciously from manifestations with the discomfort i don't know if i could answer that do you know what i mean yeah no that was more of a prompt question yeah i mean possibly i don't think i'm shut off from love because i feel like i experience i don't think you're shut off from it but if your fear is it ending i feel like you're only open to it to an extent 
Well, here's the thing, and I, I say it this way. My friends, I love you guys. I don't ever tell you guys I love you. There's probably been, what, five times I've said it. Yeah. But that's where I'm like, the love is there. But so friendships are easier to, to keep open-ended, I, th- I think. I think we put so much more pressure on a relation on a romantic relationship For where sure. it can end, because when when a romance goes awry, it's it's harder to to maintain the relationship. But in a friendship, it's it's more of like the love is the foundation, mm-hmm. and you're not so much worried about like the passion of like mm-hmm. sex and romance and all of that. So it's easier to maintain the relationship long term, right. and I think that it's a little more open ended in that sense. Because there's just more pressure on the parameters of what a romantic relationship sure. is. So you you give me what you think you should I should be hearing. What? Because is I that feel a like question? yeah. Well, yeah, like a question statement. Like <laughs> I feel like you're asking questions for me to realize this myself. But then how about you just tell me? No, what? I'm no, I'm asking questions that I'm thinking as you're. I see. So explaining. You these tell me, to me what I need to hear. Be me, bitch. Come I don't on. know what you, you need fucking to knock hear. down these walls, nigga. <laughs> um, your pussy walls. Mm-hmm. Um, Glasses, pussy. <laughs> I don't. The reason that I asked those questions in particular, uh-huh. based on like the conversation that we had or what you've you've said this episode, is I do believe that you feel you feel innately um things that are bigger than than the brain Mm -hmm. so like when you say i feel like my life is preparing me for something that's coming my way Mm -hmm. um or like you've told me before i always we always go back to death but like you've always said like i just feel like i'm gonna die young Mm -hmm. like you you feel these things through life that i don't feel like necessarily everybody is as in tune with themselves to feel sure does that make sense sure um and so when we talk about like holding a crystal, I don't think that it's silly because I think that even it, what's even bigger than the crystal is more of what the the metaphor of the crystal is helping you feel right. on an internal level right. on a day to day basis. Right. But if at the end of the day internally you're closing yourself off long term. Because not even closing yourself off, but if you're living in the fear of that long-term ending, mm-hmm. instead of just thinking of it as like a long-term period, sure, season. You mean? Say again. Not period in the sense of an ending, right? But no, like no, no. a season. Yeah. 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 Um, how? How are you to to fully expose yourself to that to the to the possibility of something beginning at all? I know what you mean. So let me ask you this because I feel like I can't really answer that question because my answer I feel like would obviously be like I'm open to it. Mm-hmm. But you knowing me as a friend, do you think I'm closed off? In ways, I think you can be. And explain. Um, I think sometimes, and I exhibit this as well, but I see it reflected a lot in you where sometimes you get um, impatient and you just want to do things yourself. Uh-huh. And I think that that can manifest in a lot of different ways in your life. Uh huh. Um, but like, okay, so say one of the easiest examples that I can think of right now off the top of my head, when you were helping Kyle open his gym, uh-huh. remember, I don't remember the specifics, but there was an issue with the flooring of uh-huh. the gym and you were like, I'll just do it. Uh-huh. And you started setting up the whole floor of the gym uh-huh. and you got it done. Uh-huh. The floor is done. The foundation is there. And you got it done in a very productive way, but that doesn't mean that the not as productive way was wrong necessarily. Um, 
Wait, what was your question? I had a reason. Because you said I like, am I shut off to it to love? Oh right. So in that situation, it felt like you were you were shut off to trying a different way other than your own, uh-huh. just because you knew in your mind or had it set in your mind that you could do it in a better way. Right. And I feel like if you bleed that over into a, a relationship or a potential relationship, if you approach a situation with somebody that's unfamiliar territory, especially with somebody new in your life, and they approach a situation differently or in a way that would maybe turn you off, I feel like you could potentially make the assumption that like that's how they generally make decisions. Or that's how they generally act like in their that's life. Like, their, that's their mental processing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like that, I think that that's a big turnoff for you. Okay. Do you agree or no? I don't know because I don't know if I've been in a situation recent enough to me to pull from. Do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you bring it up and clearly maybe this has happened if you see this in me. But I don't think I've ever seen it in me because I'm the one doing it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it goes back to that conversation that I, I think I had with you on this podcast where I was talking to my friend Yamil and we were talking about introverts versus extroverts, extroverts. And he was saying, we'll look at the end result. Both of us will look at the same right. exact end result I get what you're and saying. you'll see 10 different scenarios as to how to get there. Uh-huh. And you'll sit there for three hours and you'll process, you'll like process, process each elimination one. Yeah. down to the top three. Yeah. He's like. I'll do that in an hour's time and I'll get down to the top two Uh before you're even down to the top Uh three. And I feel like because I know that about myself, he's, I've never heard somebody put it that way, but that's a very um, picturesque way for me to, Uh to view it. Right. Um, Because I know that about myself, it's, it's easy for me to look at our friendship and for me to be like, Brian can get to decisions or can get to an end result much faster than I can. Uh-huh. That doesn't make either one of us wrong or right. Right. It just means that we have a different way of going about things. I guess. Okay. So let me pause. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think in that situation, yes, I wouldn't be able to handle that. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I feel like I need to be efficient. I don't have a lot of time to like lollygag. So if I'm like, this would help both of us in a relationship by doing it this way. I'm like, then just do it this way. Especially if we're working towards the same goal. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm Because I feel like if I was holding someone back and you're like, this is what I'm trying to do, it's the same thing. I'd be like, okay. Because I feel like I've been in situations, maybe not like in a relationship, but like on the plane where someone's like, well, I want to do service this way. Mm -hmm. And service will get done either way. But I know if I were to set the ice up a certain way, blah, 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 it would make it, I would be way quicker than this bitch across the cart for me and I can get it done way faster. But I'm like, okay, let's do it. I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, in those situations, I, I don't think I'm that hard. But what are you running to so quickly? What do you mean? Um, so I know efficiency is big for you, but like um, I've talked with friends recently about being in New York or uh-huh. living in New York. I have found myself running to places. Mm-hmm. Like not literally running, but I'm walking so fast that mm-hmm. I'm annoyed at anybody walking slower than my right, pace. Right. We're we're all walking to the same place, say. Right. Like you'll get there eventually. Why? Yeah. What's the rush? And then I get there and I'm like, I didn't really have a need to rush here. And I wasn't even really rushing. I just wanted to be efficient in getting here. I guess it's like this thing where I said what people need to do 
is like a friendship where I'm like, I see the problem. I see what's wrong. I'm going to tell you what you need to do. Whether mm-hmm. you think it's right or not, I'm letting you know. I have a fire extinguisher. I'm going to put your ass out, right? Mm-hmm. But then what I realized within the course of these friendships is like, they don't want me to put them out. They want to run around on fire until mm-hmm. they understand that I have the fire extinguisher and they'll come find me. Mm-hmm. Yes, my current Brian realizes that. So I think mm-hmm. now, yes, maybe in those other relationships in the past maybe not so much this is running a little bit long so we need to cut it up but yes no i i feel like this current brian i'm not like that like yes i want to get there faster but if you really have a reason why you want to do a certain way and it's logical to me where i'm like i don't get it but you it makes sense for you to do it this way so i'm like okay yeah sure let's do it yeah and i'll be patient to that um You'll be patient, but I don't think that you could be in a relationship with somebody like that. Probably not. But I don't see that as like a hindrance. And if it keeps me out of a relationship, then I'm like, okay, then that's not a relationship I should have. That's how I see it. But then maybe that's why I'm single still. I think so. But like that would make me feel like I'm sacrificing who I am to like be in a relationship. And that doesn't sound fun or enjoyable. And it almost makes me feel just as alone. Hmm. You know what I mean? I think like a good step for you would be to look into your like your longest relationships and ask like truly what didn't work about that. Every single one has lasted eight months. Okay. And then what? Holly, Kyle and Brendan and all of them become best friends except for Brendan because he's in his own world. But I think if, yeah. if Brendan still lived in California, that would have been, I think so a strong relationship. For uh, me. Well, I don't know that you and Brendan would have broken up. I think we would have. Oh, okay. I do. For what? For why? Um, because I don't think that he was as supportive as I wanted him to and vice versa. Like, I think mm-hmm. we were very selfish in what we were looking for in our lives. And I think there was always an end date for us. And with Kyle? And with Kyle, I don't think that he was um, inept to, like, understand my brain. Like, okay. I think w- the lure of dating me is that I can fix his problems and Kyle needs a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I could, okay, give it to me. What do you need? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But then I didn't feel like, I always felt like I was going back to bring Kyle two steps forward and then I would go four steps and he's still two steps back. So mm-hmm. I have to bring him up for four more steps. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I had to keep pulling him, mm-hmm. which is not a problem, but I have to, I have to feel like you're helping yourself. And I didn't feel like he was doing that. So I was like, okay. I think there were two completely separate things for different parts of my life. Yeah. But both of those sound like impatience to me. For sure, the Kyle one and the Brendan one indirectly in the sense of like, um, you were more focused on you and you didn't have like the time necessarily to also completely focus on him. Well, and he wasn't focused on me either because the first time he broke up with me, he just wanted to go back to Australia and we didn't think that um Mm -hmm. mutually a long distance relationship was attainable for how we viewed our relationship as enjoyable okay yeah so yeah all right i mean let's put a pin in this i'm sure this is going to be a reoccurring theme i'll update you guys as far as how i am (laughs) feeling lonely but um thank you for listening to me shane and obviously the listeners thank you for listening to my psycho babble of bullshit all right uh, so a, let's close out with this. Give me an intention. Give me a yeah, give me a task. I know. What um it's June. What would you like to do in the month of June for yourself and your loneliness and your happiness? Okay. Not like one thing individually for each of those, but like for yourself and your happiness and to maybe like remedy your loneliness for okay. even just this one month. What would you like to do? Um 
I want to uncover, like dive deep, deep, deep into this internal brain and see what the fuck is going on. Because I think maybe loneliness is the topic that I need to fix or it's something way deeper than that. Because I think, honestly, it stems back to my parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, like I said in my coming out episode, like this is your foundation yep. of how you view the world like your most important relationship is your family and because that is just so disrupt it's like something's there right therapy should be doing that but therapists i currently have is not so my next step is find out what that is whether it's through therapy or like personal meditation but i'm open to anything and everything so if you guys are listening to this and you're like brian needs to hear this Mm. girl you know how to reach us okay (laughs) let let me know let him know let me know all right yeah I bind you, Nancy. I bind you from doing harm to others, and I bind you harm <laughs> doing harm to yourself. But yeah, okay, we're not. We're just gonna wrap this bitch up. Great. Um, you can reach us at Fruit Snacks Pod on Insta, and email us at fruitsnackspod at gmail.com. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Rate, subscribe, write, share, lottie dotty da, and that's it. Thanks, we, Fruit Snack. We out. Bye. <laughs>